Cops, the only podcast where every week we police the mean streets of the internet because, hey, somebody's got to do it. And then we let you be the judge, the jury, and the executioner in the court of public opinion. Coming to you live from Neo Chicago, I'm Officer Kevin. And I'm Officer Robot. Grant, during the get, intro... Because I, like, I look like Remy Malik. I got my hood, my black hoodie on. You know, if, if you subscribe to the YouTube, you can see all this stuff. This is great. Wow. I do a costume change every week. The plugs get I change quicker my and name. quicker every... There, <laughs> next time, there's not even going to be a theme song. It's well, going to be like, Welcome to listen, YouTube. Watch it on YouTube. Now. Turn off this recording. Now. Uh, Grant, I wanted to say, I was like, you know, you mentioned before, I like to wildly gesture and throw my body into the intro. And as I was doing it, as I was uh, doing the whole, welcome to Thought Cops, my phone fell and I caught it between my knees and I held it there as I introduced the show. How incredible is that? Yeah, that's all right. Thanks, man. I Let's mean, give- it, it just fell into your lap is what you No, said. no, it felt like all, it was like down here. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, well, that's good. Folks at home, I wish you could see this, but you can't. You've been working out your calves Maybe. so that you could pull that off? Yeah. That's good. Just in case. You never know. Let's give a thank you to our guest from last time, Lindsay, a.k.a. Skylarky. Thank you. And let us give a warm welcome to a brand new guest to our show that we do here, Kelgore! How are you, Kelgore? Yeah, no, I am. I'm also not bad. I'm doing great. I'm just excited to, to be here. Excellent, excellent. So, Kelgore, you have started a YouTube channel of your own. And correct me if I'm wrong, but you started it during the pandemic? I sure did. I started it in about like December 2020. Oh, wow. So, pretty, so well into the pandemic. Yeah, I was going to say that's that pretty deep in. Um, what made you want to like start making content as it were become a creator um you know i just really think that everyone needs to hear every thought i have so hey, we get it trust <laughs> I us figured it, it, yeah you know i figure people really need to know what's going on inside my my noggin um no seriously um i was doing some like podcasting and stuff earlier in the pandemic and it was really fun and i was really enjoying the creative outlet I wanted to make some fun videos and stuff, and I just have really been enjoying it. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, because, um, you know, I, yeah. I know that you and Grant, what you guys meet on? I'm going to guess TikTok. Sort of. It's an interesting story, yeah. actually. 
Um, yeah, I, we I, met on TikTok. I think, <laughs> I think um, <laughs> the the origin story was that uh, Kelgore was bullying me on Twitter, and I followed her because it was Is, it's funny to be bullied. What are you bullying my guy here for? What did I? What did I bully you for again? It I can't remember because I think that you said you delete tweets frequently, but I did one of those posts. Oh yeah, that I was delete like, like all my tweets because shame. No, I I do the same thing recently too. Um, yeah. I just like go back and just like blanket blanket delete like years worth. Um, just in case, just in case. Uh, it was one of those posts that was like, what are you hiding? literally anything okay. <laughs> literally anything anything that can be used against me in a okay. court of public opinion um it was one of those movie tweets that was like uh the four movie characters that i'm most like and it was joker it was ryan gosling and drive it was uh taxi driver yeah taxi driver um you know those types oh of yeah things. we talked yeah. about this before yeah and you were like and, yeah, are I you wasn't fucking sure if you were kidding like- me <laughs> Oh, I think I, I remember sure this. I wasn't sure if you were doing the like ironic, like <laughs> yes, I relate to, I relate to um, right. Patrick Bateman, or because you know? <laughs> a lot of the, I feel like a lot of those characters are like, you know, they're definitely experiencing some um, mental health like issues a some little bit. Trials and, so, and tribulations. There's like the glorification of them. Well, the, okay, there's like the glorification of them, but then there's also like the fact that it's very real. Well, keep in mind these are but these are sigma males also, we're talking about here. Yeah, big sigma. True. Energy. Yeah, so it's a little bit different. But 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 sometimes those characters get sort of like co opted by like weirdos, where you're like, where you're, <laughs> you get like some super right winger, and he's just like my favorite character is Tyler Durden. And oh, you're absolutely. Like, okay, and you probably love like Rage Against the Machine. So bad. So basically, you, know you took mean? you took Grant to be one of these people. Like you were just like erring on the side of caution. No, I think I was just probably giving a hard time. Yeah, which I was, was probably just kidding. Which is but, funny because I, I don't really normally engage stride. with people that I like hate with. So yeah, I, I really don't do a lot of like actual bullying on Twitter. It's usually just I'm just like I'm just busting your balls, you know, <laughs> that kind of thing. Well, yeah, and I think after that, uh, yeah, Leo in the chat says Grant can handle bullying, which I can. It's, you guys ever notice like funny. nobody calls it, nobody calls it bullying or even trolling anymore. It's dunking now. Ugh. I'm dunking on somebody. Yeah. What's up with that? True. Yeah. Or like ratioed. Yeah. I'm honestly, I don't really think I'm cut out for TikTok. Um, the couple times I've had any traction on there at all, it's been horrible. So. I'm good. Horrible in what <laughs> sense? Like it was just like underperforming. Like people or like, are so mean. Oh, okay, okay. No, 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 no. Most of my stuff gets like a hundred views. That's fine. I'm fine with that. And I like going on the app because I like watching what other people make. And I really don't comment on much unless it's like my friends' stuff. But um, I feel like TikTok is very toxic. And so, okay, one time I, I like one of my posts kind of took off, and it was. It was really silly, but like a lot of people in the replies were just like fighting about it. And it was very pointless and silly. But then I called out this guy on TikTok on my YouTube channel and he made all these videos about me on TikTok. And I was just like, I do not want to deal with this. And they were like coming and commenting on like every single one of my videos and saying mean things about me. Yeah, I (laughs) saw I saw that. That was like in response to. So I guess we can sort of talk a little more about the YouTube videos, because that was in response to a video you made about like TikTok landlords, correct? Yeah. (laughs) 
What a horrifying like that lady world you who live goes, in. TikTok. TikTok. Yeah, because like uh, you know a number what I'm talking of. About? Uh, no, I don't actually. There's like the lady with the big curly hair, and she's like, "Follow me on TikTok." <laughs> and she's like the landlord, and she's like crazy, and she's like, "This is how I bought my car." Uh, it, 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 it no, she's matter. on the show next week, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I hope so. Her name's Tatiana. I'm not familiar with Miss Tatiana, but um, yeah, like uh, a, a number of your more recent videos do seem to have been going into like uh, TikTok MLM type stuff and like landlord TikTok and like a number of those different yeah. sorts of things and whatnot. Um, I, I'm sorry. I get, it I, seems, I'm not it too seems like, like you're getting like traction from them, though. No, sorry, Kevin. Go I was going to say, I'm not like super TikTok savvy, but just every Dude, there's time. There's a niche corner of I was like say, everything. Every time you like shed some light yeah. on these niche corners of TikTok, I'm like, how is this a thing? Like landlord TikTok? Yeah, for landlords oh, that yeah. want to like fucking like be like actually being a landlord's good and I made, you know, when I was 19, I bought my first home because, you know, my parents bought it for me and I rented it out and like here's why actually I should be allowed to evict whoever I want. Like it's it's bad. It's bad shit. There's bad people out there. So they do that, they do lip syncing, they do all kinds just of just those okay. two things. Cool. There's hemorrhoid TikTok. Yeah, just <laughs> Well, okay, so there are a lot of weird corners of TikTok, and the thing is, okay, so the the landlord one is so weird because I always thought of TikTok as this, like, app for little commie children, <laughs> and it's not, apparently, <laughs> and, like, there will be these really popular videos with, like, t- you know, tons and tons of views and likes, and it's of, like, a landlord evicting one of his tenants, and... What the fuck? The comments, you would think... You would think the comments would mostly be like, oh, my God, you're a monster, which they probably delete a lot of those. But there are hundreds and hundreds and thousands of comments, usually, of people being like, oh, this happened to me, too. And my tenant came came home and they had like a brand new car, but they weren't paying me rent for six months and like all this stuff. And like they're like totally agreeing with the landlord that posted it. And I'm like, I thought that this app was cool. That's like cartoonishly <laughs> evil. Not. Like it's you're just another evicting somebody on video yeah oh it's like it's like hey here's here's me evicting this is how you evict during the pandemic to get around the moratoriums and it'll be like a how-to video jesus christ yeah yeah or videos so i've been making some some videos on youtube where i get like really mad at these people i don't really know if it does anything i mean understandably so i'm just mad it pisses them off which is good and that does yeah again like i said uh, earlier i have been watching your uh youtube videos recently there's a lot of uh really cool um, like one of my favorites you had on there was the um the I, f- I forget the title, but it was about millennials and how we're kind of like embarrassing ourselves. Oh yeah, and I, I felt that For very sure, hard. Yeah. <laughs> like it just this like yeah. this war that I thought was a perceived war between Gen Z and millennials. It's just like so pathetic. Yeah, can't hurt you. But I mean, like yeah. you, you really do like also, a really cool. We just gotta age with grace, you know. God, I'm trying. I mean, just <laughs> the the. Like, I mean, we have to, like, have some kind of awareness, you know? And I think that you really lay out all the points in that video really well of, like, why do we act this way? Here's the oh, system thanks. that raised us. Here's this is the system we left behind. And just, like, all the different people of different ages that are around, like, our generational group. You know, it, it's definitely very interesting. And you have a, a series of videos called um, You've Been Lied To. Yeah, that's one of my favorites. Yeah, I yeah. I think I'll keep that one going the longest. <laughs> And they're very informative too, we'll like just about like even Thanks. super current stuff, like the job market. 
during the pandemic where it's like a lot of, you know, what we're hearing now is, yeah, there's a lot of, uh, uh, people who don't want to work or people who are, you know, and there's a lot of jobs out there that are hiring, but at the same time, it's like, you need to know what you're worth because you're probably worth a lot more than you fucking think you are. And that is so true. Yeah. Yeah. I think sometimes I just want to make these videos to like, tell people to like, not underestimate themselves not in like a self-helpy kind it's like self-help for the labor movement sort of sure sure but it's, <laughs> um, it's but like just though. hey hey you like nothing in our society ever tells you to like stand up for your right as a worker like we never get that message from mm-hmm. anyone yes and so it's like kind of saying saying those sorts of things and like you know you're you're worth more than like whatever they're paying you in a lot of jobs but also sometimes i'm just like I want to see a video about something and I look it up and I can't find it. And I'm like, well, I guess I got to make it. Yeah, no, that's a great, <laughs> yeah, great sometimes way to make I stuff. don't because I, I'm not, I'm not qualified to talk about many things. I'm not like a historian or anything. I'm just like some dumb lady. <laughs> I mean, most people on the internet are not qualified to talk about most of the shit they talk about. But I they're know, out there I got to remind that. Even, myself of that. Even the fucking qualified people are fucking quack sometimes. Like, I oh, just, yeah. it, it really has shown a light on just like how fucking dumb i think all of us are and i think that there's people that are willing to embrace it and be like this is what i i mean even from the point of view of people who are like up the ranks of their profession and stuff like that even to go like hey i don't know everything but like here's what the data says as far as i know and it's just like that's a healthier attitude than like the vaccine will give you cancer, like that type of whatever. I don't want to get too good into that, stuff. But, uh, true, true. And like sometimes, sometimes you think you like realize somebody who you've like listened to a lot about like serious things isn't qualified, and you're like, maybe imposter syndrome is a good thing. <laughs> maybe yeah. more people should have it. I agree. Some of these people are just so brazenly like putting themselves out there, acting like experts, like all these like chiropractors that give like nutritional advice and stuff. I'm like, please stop. <laughs> Why do you have like a 10 million subscriber YouTube channel? Yeah, that's awfully troubling. I mean, I'm yeah, I'm depressed thinking (laughs) about that. Uh, Yeah. But yeah, it it seems like your your YouTube channel seems to be uh, taken off and pretty quickly, pretty precipitous. I hope so. (laughs) And you got your own podcast. I I hope so, because I would love I would love to not have to get a job uh, in the next like 20 days because it's coming up. Whenever unemployment like gets cut off or whatever, like the extra unemployment money, like once that ends, I'm like, I got it. I'm going to have to go back to bartending. So we'll see. <laughs> I also want to not we'll have see a what job. I, can do. I think. Yeah, you should try it. <sighs> We've been trying it for four years. Um, I think <sighs> another another one of your uh, video series is that I liked a lot was uh, the and I'm I, I can't remember the exact names of the videos but it was the documentaries mm-hmm. you would see from the 1950s that all came from one guy oh the sid davis yeah thing. the sid yeah. davis thing that he had zero qualifications to speak on anything but he made all of those like weird sort of cheesy after school special sort of videos about like hey don't do drugs hey don't be gay and like the fact that like so many no, yeah. so many things that we think of now in terms of like our conceptualization of reality in terms of these things that he made videos of were like largely informed by this one guy, which is like horrifying to think that he took control of the American culture narrative for 
decades upon decades, you know? It's so much of it. I mean, so much of culture is dominated by fear, I think. But he was that's all he was. It was just like, hey, like, here's something really terrible that could happen to you and your family. Like, let's like fucking change how we live so that we don't ever so this never happens. And it's just so silly. Like, like being afraid of like gay people and stuff for sure. And it's like we see it now, too, with like the trans panic. And it's just it's just ridiculous. This whole idea that like. They're coming for you. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. <laughs> no, no way. Um, yeah, that that was a fun one. Um, that one, I, I like, didn't really keep doing it because it was just kind of one of those things where, like, it was fun to do, but then, like, it didn't really get any traction, and I was like, okay, I think I'm just going to stop doing this. <laughs> like, I don't know. Maybe that's a bad attitude to have. Yeah. I mean, you go you with guys, what works, you guys can but... critique me on that if you want. Well, you could always go back to them, though, too, you know? Yeah. You get more of a... Uh, that's true yeah it's been like four months or something (laughs) yeah yeah true and then yeah yeah. you also started doing Um, a podcast also recently too right yes because making videos is a very lonely business and so i i love podcasts i love listening to podcasts and stuff and i was like well maybe i can just like interview some cool people and like ideally it's like mostly funny stuff but then like sometimes they're more serious i don't know it's it's relatively new. I'm still kind of figuring out exactly the formula for it. But it's been really nice to just like collaborate with people. I'm like, I got a really cool one coming out Monday. Like, I don't even know how I pulled it off. Oh, shoot. Cool. So. Are you allowed to say who's on yeah, it? Yeah. You want to wait till that comes out? Yeah, it's my podcast. I can say whatever I want. <laughs> yeah, I guess you didn't sign any NDAs um, or anything? No. So it's the singer of eve six. Oh shit and the singer of bass drum of death john barrett yeah yeah i don't know if you guys know bass drum of death it's an amazing band and i just like made them play a game show for 30 minutes oh yeah that's awesome well that's- <laughs> yeah i don't know i was just like i don't know how i did this so it was really great it was, it was hilarious they're super funny you said that comes out um, monday and i'm like yeah well that should be I'm up like, at the time people that? are listening to this so uh check yeah, that out check right that after out. this one but finish oh, this one yeah. first. Go, that go is that important. Do not stop listening to this. You have to finish this one or else you're not going to understand what happens yeah. in the, the one that I recorded last week. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so um, I'm kind of like the, the other thing with the podcasting is it's much easier to edit. Like it takes me an hour maybe to edit it instead of like eight hours. And that can be kind of nice. Sure. Um, but I also sometimes I, I just like run out of video ideas that I feel super passionate about. And so it's nice to go and just like talk to someone else about something uh, instead of making like a whole scripted video. Makes sense. Just do what we do and make yeah. two scripted videos a year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that that would be ideal. <laughs> I mean, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't agree with that, but it's, it's hard. All, yeah. I mean, just given our schedules and everything going on. Dude, hey, you life, know what? Yeah. life is fucking hard. But yeah, can go they ahead. shut the world down for a year and a half. All right. Cut us some slack. We're doing good. We're doing fine. Yeah. We're hanging in. You guys are doing great. Thank you. Speaking of doing great, we got a brand new episode of our spinoff podcast, Fire Bros. So threatening with the gun. Oh, yeah. It's not even... I don't know. I just just like it. You know, I I like... He feels powerful. I like the weight of it. I like just, you know, throwing it around. But uh, I want to say, yeah, Fire Bros. Tell me about your spinoff. I'm sorry. No, no, it's okay. He feels Um, the privilege running through his veins. 
You all at home can go to <laughs> patreon.com slash thoughtcops. Check it out for just $2 a month. You get access to every single episode we've ever done at Fire Bros. It's a whole lot of fun because uh, this month we recorded an episode with our dear friend Josh, a.k.a. Sleep Science, and we reviewed four different pieces of media, which I forgot what they were. Grant, what were those? Oh, motherfucker. <laughs> God damn. Uh, uh, <laughs> List them off. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Fuck, I'm Googling go Fire to, Bros. That's not a, even how to do it. Here, I, I can find out. Really no, quick. I got this it. Patreon.com slash Thought Cops. Again, is that link. And uh, the newest post. Oh, we reviewed Nobody, Aeon Flux, Chinatown, and Nirvana, the band, the show. So check that out. It was a lot of fun. Um, and like I said, you get access to all the other Fire Bros episodes we did along the way, too. And uh, if you like it, that's amazing. Go ahead and leave us any uh, suggestions, any other pieces of media that you want us to go ahead and watch or consume, and we'll review it on the show. And we, uh, we're actually going to be awesome. recording the next one uh, relatively soon. We already are... Uh, Hopefully, yeah. Within oh, the next... Let's, so is let's that like a joke next... on like... Is it like a joke because it's like cops and fire department? Yes. That's, yeah, that's basically. the whole joke. Oh, okay. We're like toddlers playing with toys. Is this like, I want to be a fire Is this man. like what you guys yeah. wanted to be when you grew up? No. Is that what you guys wanted to be not. when you grew up? Cop? No, I, yeah, I, knew, I, wanted, I knew I wanted yeah. to be a podcaster from a very young age. <laughs> it just was, what theme will I choose? <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Since 1994 <laughs> is when he decided. Yeah. When you were four yeah. years old. I, not, not, when did when did podcast start? Like two thousand three? I think two thousand six. Oh, okay. I want to say because I yeah. When was the iPod out? That was out earlier, but I think like I want to say one of the I, the earliest one I'm aware of is oh uh, yeah, dude, which I believe is still going, and that was two thousand six. Um, I know we can go back in history here and look up what the first podcast was to uh. Find out for ourselves. It was called the Joe Rogan Experience. Never heard of it. Uh, 2004, apparently. Wow. <laughs> it was called Call Her Daddy. Oh, <laughs> She's oh, been God. going since 2004. I've never heard, I've never like listened to that, but I just always like see it. And it's just, I don't know what it is. It's like, um, it's like when you see like biohazard symbols on like the outside of a plastic bag you're like oh i don't want to touch that yeah like, for, for me that for me <laughs> that is the, feel when i see yeah. the barstool sports <laughs> logo is the same effect yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah like oh don't touch that you don't want to get you know <laughs> diseases i don't know <laughs> you, you, you're joking but it is possible if you listen to, if you consume too much barstool sports media you can catch a venereal disease speaking of catching yeah. diseases you heard that we, first, mind. <laughs> speaking of catching diseases we have a new live show oh! <laughs> and you <laughs> listen i want to go on record and say you, i it's a hundred percent guaranteed you will not catch a disease at our live show you can quote me on that right if you come to, to the lincoln lodge on august 26th that's a thursday night it's 7 oh, p.m did i write the wrong date down yes you did oops if you come there on august 26th at 7 p.m with seven to ten of your greatest closest friends who laugh loudly you will not get a disease that's a promise yeah, bring some fucking people. Let's try and sell this one out. The last one was just practice, but like if we could sell that out, that'd be great. And this one's bring a, everybody you know. The last one was at eleven PM. I know some of you folks got early bedtimes. So you don't want to get in trouble for staying up too yeah. late. Yeah. 
<laughs> you gotta have your baby bottle i get it but this one's at 7 p.m no fucking excuses show up at the lincoln lodge august 26 tickets in this episode description just go ahead and scroll down by one by five by seven i won't fucking stop you if ionet runner can drive here from uh well i don't want to do- dox him but oh, yeah, from from uh a, a, a different state he said it at the live show didn't he if if people can drive here from other states then yeah what's uh, your excuse everybody? yeah what's your excuse comma chicagoland Check it out. Called out. The Delta Tour. Uh, some Raul comments. Thanks. No. Appreciate No. <laughs> um, uh. Speaking of uh, the show. Oh, the why show. Don't we get back oh, to yeah. We got to do that show. Uh, let's move right along to two minutes of hate. This show? A very this famous, show. very favorite segment of this show in which you like to blanket punish all that annoying, random... <laughs> Crap that we see on the internet every single day of our lives. I'm sick of it, Grant. I'm tired yeah. of it. And I'm I'm here to talk about it to get it off my chest because I find it to be rather therapeutic. This is like a uh, hazardous workplace. Why do you say that? You're throwing guns. I lo- You're slamming things. You're gesturing broadly. I'm trying to... S- I feel... One of us has to be threatened. on and just like on fire the whole episode. So, you know, I still think as a practical joke one day, we should just completely flip that around. (laughs) I'll think about it. But I want to say that my two minutes of hate this week is the bed frame discourse. Oh, I'm sick of it. I'm tired of it. I'm Phil. I'm I'm, all this talk about these bed frames. You ever see this on Twitter, Calgore? I mean, it's probably impossible to avoid at this point. It's people who are saying it starts off as somebody who's like, would you ever fuck a guy or go home with a guy who has a bed on the floor? That means you're a bad person or whatever the case is. And you have all these other people coming to their uh, coming to uh, to fight them on it and say, yeah, you're just talking about the guys that you willingly sleep with people that have their beds on the floor and it's like first of all who cares okay you know it's like i don't understand i okay well okay i agree with you but i also think that it is okay to 100 percent like just absolutely destroy and make fun of any guy you sleep with that's fine sure but why the bed frames leave (laughs) the frames out of it you know or the lack thereof oh yeah no it's stupid it's stupid no shame no shame listen it's uh Western chauvinism. Right, right. I don't know. <laughs> you know, in many uh, Eastern just, countries, they don't have cool. bed frames. I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm assuming that. I don't what know. What do they have? Yeah. Nothing. They just sleep on the floor and they're fine hey, with it's, it. It's good for your back. And they don't get fucking dragged on Twitter for it either. They sleep, they sleep in a hole in the ground, okay? Yeah. And it's good for Wait, your soul. Guys, you live like this? Yeah, you damn. live like, no, yeah, I think that, I think that like whatever kind of bed frame you want, the one thing I won't fuck with is those guys that build them out of pallets no fuck you no jesus no also for not having sex on that for the record i do (laughs) i i people in the chat are saying that i don't have a bed frame i do have a bed frame okay it's a metal bed frame it's nothing special good job man but i am able to store extra boxes and other things under the bed that it would normally be taking up extra space in my room so that's what i would say a bed frame is best for to have the extra storage space but there's no shame if you can't afford one or you don't have one i think that's perfectly normal and i don't think anyone should be dragged on twitter for it but overall i'm just sick and tired of hearing about it i'm just 
Yeah. And, and every smart Alec response is the same thing. They're saying, oh, like I said, you're you're just talking about the people like that's you're just uh, projecting because these are the people that you sleep with. And it's like, you know what? Who, who cares about this? Who cares who sleeps with who? Yeah. So long as they're above the age of 18. Yeah, you should 18. just care who you're sleeping with, really. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, right, mind you know, yeah, mind your own gonna, business. N- nothing crazy, but but like you should be probably concerned with with your own bullshit. Right. But I will say, I will say, I have to, as much as I think the bed frame thing is so stupid and ridiculous, and I don't care if you have a bed frame, um, I will say that dunking on dudes is okay. And does not mean that you don't love them because I post shit about my husband all the time and I dunk on his ass and I love him very much. I mean, <laughs> and I, it's people are like, people are like, get a better man when I like make these jokes about how you like can't put the fucking dishes away right or something. They're like, you shouldn't be fucking married to this piece of shit. And I'm like, chill. Jesus Christ. <laughs> my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's it's so bad. <laughs> Never share anything like, about your personal I life say on the You don't get to say that. Yeah, I mean, it is really funny, uh, a lot of his antics, um, so I have to. Sorry. It's for the content. I I always wonder, I gotta like... gotta do it for the content. He loves it, too. He reads every reply. He reads every reply. I always wonder when people take it a step too far, like, whether or not they're joking also, because you can tell a lot of people aren't. Yeah. But there's, like, this just fucking irony shit that always seems to happen with this type of stuff where it's just like, oh, well, I was joking, too, but, like, I just took it this way, and you, your interpretation of that was too far is actually you fell for my joke, you idiot. And it's like, I don't know, whatever. Just post a gif and I will say, pop out. For, for most really silly, silly discourse topics like the bed frame thing or, like, you know, a certain um, a certain way of like loading the dishwasher or some stupid shit like that. I don't care if there's layers of irony, but it's when people post these like really bad hot takes and then they come back and they're like, that was an irony post. And you're like, oh, nah, I don't know. Was it worth it? Did, did not track. <laughs> there were some really bad ones yesterday. I don't know. Uh, I think I, I think you guys saw them. <laughs> I'm sure I did. Um, Maybe. I don't know. But I, I don't even know if I can speak their names. I do have a punishment for these women who are shaming people who don't have bed frames on Twitter. Yeah. I think they should take a page out of Snoopy's book and sleep on the top of their uh, of the doghouse in the backyard on their back. You know? Doghouse. That's where the wow. men sleep. Well. Who, 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 who? Well, they sleep <laughs> on... T- the, the women sleep <laughs> on the top. The men can sleep in the doghouse. Yeah, just for a change, you know? Right. I mean, yeah. look at Snoopy. He's awesome. Who's yeah. going to fucking complain about living like Snoopy? True. He flies a fighter so you're plane. More women should be like Snoopy. I, I think all all people could be more like Snoopy. Learn a little bit out of him, or a little bit out of his book. He doesn't. He, he, I like I like how he laughs. <laughs> doesn't he? I don't remember. Do mm-hmm. it again, so I can get a good. No, absolutely not. Kelgore, what's your two minutes <laughs> yeah, of pay this week? What, what you, what's bugging you? <sighs> Um, okay, so I'm only supposed to do one, right? Hey, whatever. Do do whatever you want to do. Well, okay. Jesus Christ. <laughs> we have no okay. hold on the show. <laughs> who, who cares? Since, since I had a feeling that, that it was going to be discourse related, I just I just found the worst discourse I could find today, and I just figured I'd bring it to the, to the episode. Did you just Google um, discourse? A pop... Yeah, I just Googled discourse. <laughs> like, oh, there it is. This no, fucking I just Wikipedia scrolled for, article. I don't know, 35 seconds and then found something terrible. 
<laughs> I'm surprised it took that long. Um, okay, so a popular... I, I actually don't watch his videos, but it, there's a YouTuber called, called Sean Vids, and he has a little, like, the skeleton skull guy? as a profile picture. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, I, he makes some yeah. pretty good videos. I appreciate his work. I've always heard that. Yeah, I've always heard that. And so I think because of that, I see him sometimes over on, like, my feed because people who, like, I like also follow him. So maybe, I don't know, maybe, maybe I should watch his videos. Doesn't matter. I'm sure he's great. He's probably a really lovely person, but this is really stupid. He posted today, he said, Stream chat is mocking me for listening to music on 1.5 times speed. Thought it was a pretty common thing to do. I, I did see this. I, <laughs> I did see this. Scene. What the fuck is wrong with him? Yeah. That's like fucked up, right? First yeah. of all, where are you even listening to your music to where it lets you do that? Because I've never seen that as an option on like Spotify or Apple Music. YouTube? Maybe? Yeah, Sorry, I'm assuming really YouTube loud. maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I guess I guess maybe. I guess because there's like the YouTube Music app. So maybe they can you can do it on there. But that's weird. That's really weird. And then he went on to like double down on that shit. And he said... I go up to two times speed if I just want to get a sense of a new album or something to see if I'll like it. That's just weird. a me thing, I'm guessing, from the replies. <laughs> you know, though, two times speed to listen to an album. I I almost can sort of understand it because I have like a weird perfectionism slash completionist like like disease in my head that makes me want to seek out a lot of shit that I don't actually want to end up mm -hmm. sitting through. And I, I sort of understand that if it's like, Hey, if you're listening to a new discography of a band that you're not familiar with, maybe just like fucking put it on two times speed. See if you even like the shit and then go back to it and listen to it again. If you think that it's your thing and if it's not, but I still wouldn't do it. Because that's not the point of music. I mean, that's a whole different vibe and like sound if you listen yeah. to it at like 1.5 or 2 times speed. It's like not it even the same it, thing. But I, yeah. I sort of... I understand the logic, yet I disagree with it. Like if you're listening to a slow yeah, song, he, it's he, meant he, to be like... He basically... You know, emotional and yeah, like an Im moody. impactful. And yeah, how you sit in that mood and then you're... Oh, um, let me listen to it at 2 times speed to see if I like it. It's, it's not going to fucking work. Um, yeah, so he went on to say something about how you wouldn't judge somebody for reading the first chapter of a book or if they or if they watched the first episode of a show just to get the feel for if they like it. No, I wouldn't. And the thing is, like, audiobooks, YouTube videos, podcasts, once in a while I will put them on two times speed, or, like, maybe not even two times. The, one of the only times I really use it is when I'm doing research for videos because I have to go through, like, 40 Gary V videos and I just put it on, like, as, sure. as fast as I can to find the clip that I'm looking for so I can steal it and put it in my video. But like music, I'm like the opposite. I'll listen to the same song 50 times for like four days in a row and just like, just binge it right. over and over again. And then I'm like, okay, I'm done with you. And like, I'll listen to it again in six months. But like to listen to it on two times speed is seems like it defeats the purpose and i own that in the it chat seems like most people agree with us yeah i own that in the chat brings up i know he this has been a point of contention with him on the show before he he <laughs> listens to some podcasts at like 1.5 or two times speed and he says in the chat here podcasts and audiobooks are good just for getting the information who the fuck is listening to this yeah. show to get information <laughs> that's like, the last place you should get your <laughs> I'm, information i'm trying from. to figure out where you live 
Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm just I, trying well, to figure out where you live. Mind. That's the only information <laughs> I need. <laughs> I will say, never mind. <laughs> um, oh, no. Yeah. Um, uh, anyway. I just want to hang out. Uh, but I will say, like, yeah, it's I just feel thing. like we should maybe judge him for that. Yeah, I mean, even though for like pod, like especially like a, a comedy podcast or any, like you know, any yeah, comedy, timing also is important for super comedy in to- or super important. Yeah. yeah, like that's just bizarre to me. Yeah, I I think pretty much for myself, the only time that I do double speed or whatever one point five times speed is if I'm like hate watching something and I just need to like mm-hmm. get through it. Um, but I also think with audiobooks sometimes because sometimes narrators just really, really are really slow and but not not usually only if it's like I'm just trying to get the information, not if it's like rare a exceptions novel or something. Yeah. Like if it was like <laughs> if you were like doing homework, <laughs> you're like, fuck, yeah, put this on two sure, times speed, sure. you know, put it on repeat in your dreams or sleep or whatever. So that a thing still uh, would- Remember that used to be a thing you could buy those like cassettes to play at nighttime. Um, to, like help you lose weight or something. <laughs> really, I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah, there were things like. Dude, that. this is like a thing in like the nineties. Yeah, you could like these put these CDs on that would like it was like dreamscapes. And it was like to hypnotize you in your sleep. Oh, I'm sure there's something like that for like YouTube or something. Oh yeah, probably play it at two times speed. I'm sure you lose twice the weight. Um, but Kelgor, what would you? I wish instead of my channel, I. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was go gonna ahead. say if you could punish, are we punishing Sean here? I think that's yeah for, for I think, his, yeah he gets the punch Sean yeah. and anyone any of these other freaks who are consuming media at the improper speed. Okay, the only thing is if he just said this is just my preference and like we were just friends talking, I would say like, "Oh, okay, whatever, man." Like that's weird, but okay. Yeah. But the thing is, the reason I actually brought this as my 2 minutes of hate is because I felt like it was a little bit of bait. Like I feel like either it was bait, like maybe in an ironic sense, or he was kind of like, I'm so quirky, <laughs> right? Like, I know that this is weird and I'm going to kind of act on the, like, I don't really know. Is this weird? Tell me if this is weird or not. And like, clearly it's weird. Hmm. Yeah, it seems performative you know I mean? and interaction Yeah, that's driven. what I mean. It could be. I saw, yeah, I saw somebody. interaction. I saw somebody on Twitter say it was akin to uh, Vosh saying the only like he just started listening to music or something and he's like yeah i like this thing called electro swing <laughs> and it just was one of those like embarrassing moments on twitter which i i feel like the sean thing is actually yeah I, I do feel like it's more similar to that like i for my i would guess it was it's like you know just like a just dude i looked up electro swing after i saw that tweet and it was like the worst thing i think i've ever heard like i hate it so much and i'm pretty i feel accepting. like it's like that meme like guy who has only ever listened to electro swing quite literally wow, yes. i'm getting real electro swing vibes from this like, yeah right right <laughs> exactly that um whoops but I, I think I guess that's just a bad take, Sean. Sorry. Yeah, I think I would put uh, Sean and all these other people. You know, I, I think basically I, all of BreadTube, all of these people who are saying that I don't have time to fucking listen to a song. Even I'm, I'm putting you in timeout. I'm saying you need to chill. You need to just don't listen to anything. Don't watch anything. Just breathe. Just be 
present, mm-hmm. you know, just be in the moment and then come back to reality. And you can listen to songs at the speed that they were meant to be listened to. You can oh. watch movies at the at the speed they were meant to be watched. You don't have to watch Seinfeld on TBS at 1.3 you times speed. You do have to because they make you watch it that Go way. Go watch it on Hulu or wherever it is because it's not sped up or get the DVD box set. Whatever I'm saying is just... I thought of something. You know, yes. I thought of something and that is that the one time I wish that I could watch TV in like faster speed is reality TV. Cause there's so much repetition yeah. and there it's like, honestly, really, it's like pretty boring in a way. And I'm like, let's just get through this. Cause they do all these like dramatic pauses and stuff. And I'm like, I don't care about that. I just want to know who Brett Michaels is marrying. I mean, that's even right, like an, so. that's an editing problem too. It's like, it, you don't even have to speed it up. Just like cut out the crap. Well, and I wish, I kind of wish, okay, there were a lot of TV shows made for commercials, made to have commercials put into them, and now they're on streaming. And I'm like, I wish they would cut out those, like, the bumpers and the recaps yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. very tedious. It's very tedious. I'm like, I didn't just turn this on and I don't have TiVo or something. Like, I'm watching this on Hulu. So I go, like, skip a minute, and then I like, skips ahead a minute. <laughs> sometimes, I, terrible. I, sometimes I think I that the, the commercial structure was, like, almost better for TV in some ways because it has like this yeah, like three act structure was. for the different episodes. I get that. But also like, I don't want to be sold stuff. No, anymore. but like when you watch, I'm like, tired of people trying to sell me things. Most like, things I don't want to buy anyway. I'm saying when you're watching an older show without the ads, like in DVD, like just right. when you can tell where the commercial was supposed to be. Sure. Sure. It just feels that. like it's yeah. like structured yeah. like more properly uh, as opposed to streaming stuff. I feel like part of the problem with that, in my opinion, is that it just kind of goes on and on and on until the end a little bit and it feels mm. i don't know kind of the, something with the pacing is very strange to me sometimes i'm watching like the latest episode of something you know something I've ne- i haven't seen before and you know it's probably like a 45 minute show or something whatever or whatever the fucking number is and so it's like a 45 minute show but if you paused it and you said, hey, how much time do you think is left in this show? I'd be like, I don't know, like in 20 minutes, 11 minutes. But it's like one minute left. And I'm like, how? And then like, yeah. they get you a lot where they just, it just ends. And you're like, no. Um, and I think, I think because there's no commercials, it's harder to like anticipate the end coming. True, true. Does that yeah. make sense? Definitely. No, it does. It does. I get that with movies a lot too, where it's just like, man, how fucking long is this movie? And I guess that's actually a good example. Uh, I just saw Pig though. yesterday. I heard that, that was seemed like a pretty fast movie to me. I heard that was good. I want to watch that. Yeah. Speaking, I mean, I was late to the movie and I was pretty drunk. So <laughs> that's the best way good. to watch movies. Yeah. Late and drunk. Late yes, and that's... drunk and yeah. or. I'm fucking trashed. I missed the first thirty minutes. What's going on? Who are these guys? Grant, what do you got for yeah, us? Yeah, I'm kind of one of those weirdos that didn't... Wa- I didn't... Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's do your two minute, minutes of hate. Do we have to execute Sean Vids? Oh, no. I put him in timeout. He's next? fine. He won't yeah. be... He, he won't, oh, he won't, good. Okay. You know, cool. He won't be murdered. He'll just be... Or, put- I, have, I have an addendum to that. Uh, since Kelgore said that it was a bait post, uh, we take after these these fish that are in our background, and we, we take that bait, we pull him up to the surface. He's flopping around. He can't breathe anymore. I just realized this is the second guest in a uh-huh. row who's in front of a fish background. Yeah. How about that? Um, yes, I, I am. And it is a shower curtain, but I'm not in my bathroom. Hmm. 
And we okay. all we all thought we all thought that was weird. the case. Cleared that up, you know. Thank God. Yeah. Does that is that supposed? And if I was, uh, so what? Okay. Yeah, no big deal. Yeah, who cares? So what? Hey, if I could do this show from my fucking toilet, I would. You gonna judge me? Well, yeah, because I have to be in the room with no. you. No, I'll be remotely. Oh, okay, yeah. good, good. Or you, you could, that you, could you could sit in the though. shower and like close the. You don't no, have to I don't want to do that. Okay, fine. Um. Anyway, thought cops toilet edition. <laughs> Finally, toilet edition. The whole show's the toilet edition. <laughs> yeah. um, all, all the toilet humor on this aww. show. Give me a break. My two minutes of hate this week. Okay, this is going to. This is going to come off as white nighty. Okay, and it's not on purpose. Mm, uh oh, <laughs> it's not on purpose. Okay, I I accept. Am I going to make fun of you for this? You can. <laughs> but my whole Just point, like old times. my whole thing is the the very conceptualization of comedy and how people utilize it and how it brings us together and how just some people like don't understand that. And when they get like called on it, like double down and shit like that. So I, I saw this tweet. I don't know who this person is. Um, I I love that. That's always how I intro a bit. Is just like I don't know. How this is don't know what's happening. Don't know what's happening. I don't even care about them. I don't yeah. even <laughs> care. But uh, let on Twitter tweets. I made a joke TikTok that I don't believe Ohio is a real place, and Ohio has found it and is very upset. So I'm gonna share this video. We can watch this real quick. Uh right now. Hello, welcome to a new series. I am calling States I Don't Believe Are Real. First up is Ohio. I don't believe Ohio is a real place. I've never been there. I don't know anyone who's been there. Um, if you think Ohio is a real place, or if you're claiming to be from Ohio, prove it. Prove it. So, like, this video is very obviously a joke, right? Like obviously, yeah. She googled Ohio. No, I think she's a bigot. <laughs> well, like there there is like right. a trend of people making these types of this type of content and saying like oh, uh like people make this type of content or this type of material and they actually are stupid and people are like, "Hey, are you are you dumb or something? Hey, buddy, do you just w- blow in from stupid town? You just you know, get off that the assembly of line at the dumb factory? But, but sometimes the joke is mm-hmm. like right in front of you. And there's also like this this thing that plays into it, this concept of like, and I see these comments a lot still online on like any like female comedians page of like women can't be funny. And I I, I don't know exactly what it is. But I think that there's just some guys out there that don't understand women's senses of humor and it just flies over their head and they're just too like stupid to realize that it's a joke. And I'm not even saying necessarily this video, but that entire page that's like uh, uh, women posting their L's. I was just going to bring and that up. a lot of them are just like joke posts and it's all these people dunking yeah. on a joke and then the person says, hey, this was a joke. What are you all stupid? And then they like double down on it and say, well, actually, there are people that do it. And it's like, you got got. And I'm you like, got trolled, you fucking yeah. idiot. And I'm here like, yeah, actually, there are people who criticize guys who don't have bed frames. 
<laughs> I just realized it all came full circle and I'm I'm right. the bad guy. Um it's just it's yeah, very frustrating. Um, I think it's pretty clearly I think I, like I'm not mad at her. She seems like she made a funny post that like she I think she laid it on pretty thick. Right. But my thing is and I've seen this on Twitter where people like you you see a conversation happen and maybe like especially if it's about either a funny movie or about stand-up comedy. And then towards the end, one, one of the people is like, yeah, but I don't like stand-up comedy. And I'm like, you should have to put that in your bio. That <laughs> that says so much about you. Like, you just don't like any stand-up comedy. Stop trying to decide what is funny and yeah. not. Because that's super, that's like a super weird point of view, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, you don't like any of it? And also, like, may just... I recommend Electro Swing? <laughs> now that's comedy. Yeah, the Electro um, Swing form of comedy. And I, I feel like, especially with the internet and how there's just like more diverse types of media and stuff like that, that like people are able to be funny in different ways. And like, that is not just the traditional like oh you go on stage and you tell some jokes it's like yeah people talk about their experiences and sometimes that's the funniest thing like that's why i think that podcasts and like just conversational humor is like inherently a a funny thing to sort of tap into because it's like you don't have to invent things like when people trip over words or say stupid things and you sort of have the back and forth banter like that's a different form of comedy. People making dumb videos, making dumb posts. Like, there's more ways to be funny online. And when people like don't get yeah. the joke or don't get that it that jokes exist outside of like, you know, like oh, uh, you know, you're so funny, tell a joke, whatever. Like, I can't tell you how many videos I've seen yeah. where it's like guy on the street goes into a crowd of women. Women, people say women aren't funny. Tell a joke, and it's like who the fuck you're you're telling people to do knock knock jokes. Knock knock jokes aren't funny. You've done that to so many of the guests on this show. Yeah, it's hilarious. Tell a joke. Yeah, funny it's man. It's good. It's a good bit. <laughs> We're both yeah, the villains on this bit. one. Yeah, bad cop, bad cop. Basically, yeah. yeah. So I don't I don't know. Uh, I guess um, I guess my punishment. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, go ahead. Punish him. No, I was just going to say, like, yeah, I just think that people have a hard time getting humor sometimes and that's fine. But I don't get why they're like putting their necks out for it. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you don't really get something, just be like, oh, eh, really? And like, yeah, just keep scrolling. But like they, they decide they're like, yeah, I'm going to die on this hill of like telling this person that this isn't funny when that's like a subjective thing you know i think i've i, know, I think i've bug. probably told this sh- story on the show once and if i did it was a long time ago but i was at a click hole live show this is like six or seven years ago at io theater here in chicago the now defunct io theater and there was this couple sitting in front of me at the show it was clearly like the guy was into it and he brought along his girlfriend or a date or something and there was this like very funny sketch they were doing on stage they had like a uh, powerpoint and everything and i remember like i was like laughing so fucking hard and i was like sitting right behind them and all of a sudden like the the uh the girl gets up and she's just like this isn't funny <laughs> this isn't fun like at full volume like and it was like nobody like they kept like trying to like go on with this get like the sketch on stage and she's like i don't know why people are laughing at this like to like to the guy but also like 
looking around like fully audible like i don't know why people think this is funny it's like it's really stupid and no one should be laughing at this it makes no sense it's stupid and then she just Her like impeccable taste part, and then she just, like, me, walks out part of me wonders if that was like a do you think that she was like a plant no uh, i don't i don't because so. don't, like the guy was like looked so fucking oh, okay. embarrassed like he was still sitting there because like, that would be like a click hole ass thing to do that's what I, I, I thought that was possible but it was like very like person doesn't get humor i don't know no it was like it was like very much like the guys on stage were like super uncomfortable doing it and the sketch had like not like they were very deep into this like high concept thing they were already doing and this like this lady just gets up and like rude as fuck and it was just funny because she's like, a reply guy i was like the, i was laughing the hardest in the whole room and i was like sitting right behind her so i feel like i must have like triggered something in her to be like that's enough just having her falling down moment right there in the theater you know i can see that you do sometimes bring out the worst in the people around you <laughs> i don't know why I saw Tom Segura a couple years ago, and I was like, it was like, you know, the little, the little tables at the comedy club, and I'm sitting there with my husband, mm-hmm. and next to us is this, like, this, like, big guy with, like, a bunch of, like, I don't know, he had, like, a bunch of, like, 49ers gear on and shit, and, like, bald head, I don't know, and he's sitting there, and he's laughing so loud at every joke, and then Tom Segura starts making fun of Catholics, and this dude fucking blew oh, up God. he got so mad and was like you're not funny this isn't funny and he got he like got up and left and they like took him out they like made him get out and because and he you know he was just like pissed because but like i feel like catholics have got to be used to that at this point right i mean oh yeah like a little like catholic humor just like making fun of them or something he was like doing an impersonation of like a catholic person i forget what the joke yeah. was yeah but it was just the weirdest thing because, like, the dude was clearly having the time of his life right up until that moment. And he just was like a hothead. And it's like, it's even like, like in that example, just, it's like, just laugh through it, man. I get like being offended, but it was just like, there was nothing offensive happening at this show in right, particular. Just, this lady just like was it. like, and I've seen it, I've seen that happen like at a, at a different show too. Um, and also, ironically enough, it was like a, a live, like a, the, some of the Onion writers were doing a live show. And it was like the same thing where somebody, who I was with, a friend of a friend, I'm not going to name, but it was very fucking uncomfortable because this person was like, I don't get it. Just like, uh, uh, to no one, but out loud. <laughs> like out loud? Yes. It's like, oh no. Your monologue can stay up here. It's fine. You don't have to say everything that comes to your head, especially at a live show. And that was another example where one of the performers, like, actually at one point had to stop what they were doing and, like, listen, can you please be quiet? Like, we're trying to, you know, do a performance here. And then she's like, well, it's not funny. It's like, oh, my God. Like, just fucking shoot me. It's so I mean, I've had a lot of bad days, but I don't think I would ever have the fucking gall to do anything like that. Like, you know, I, I think I can be, like, unintentionally rude. But I don't think I would ever just be like, yeah, I'm going to sit here and just like tell these performers that they're not funny. Dude, I would, would love I would, I would love if someone did that as a Thought Cops live show and I could just go off because oh, it's just man, like it I'm doesn't so it doesn't matter. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm gunning for it, man. That'd be awesome. I feel it's like, like we have no structure like this is this is the Thought Cops live show is right. It's just we do this more or less. It's yeah. like you're going to talk to me. I'll talk to you back. I want it. I I need it. Where were we though, Grant? Did you? Uh, uh, did I punish? I don't think so. What was my? Oh, Jesus uh, Christ! These these men. Yes, men. Take uh, they, them to task. They need to get bed frames. It's time to grow up, man. 
If you haven't listened to Thought Cops before, every week we investigate the internet's outrage-inducing news story and then sentence each perpetrator to a cruel and often unusual punishment. That's right, Grant. So let's begin here. Um, God, what do you want to start with this week? There's so many great choices. Uh, let's talk about... Uh, st- actually, I got one. Let's <clears> talk <throat> about a story near and dear to our uh, hometown here Ooh. of uh, Neo-Chicago. So there is a Twitter account called Chicago Party Ant. Have you ever seen this, uh, Kel Gore? Chicago Party Ant? Um, like literally yesterday for maybe four seconds. It oh. looks like a, a one of those... Um, Family Guy spinoff. Well, that's what, that's actually what I want to get yeah. at here because this this is like a character somebody's been doing on Twitter for years, and it's uh, it's very uh-huh. niche comedy. It's just one of those things where it's like, yeah, I was at the the Jewel parking lot and uh, got a blowjob from or got a blow gave a blowjob to Brian Urlacher or whatever. Right, it's right. Just like you know that type of like we all know a chicago Everybody party in end. chicago knows someone that's like this it's it's specific but that's yeah and so does everybody funny. not in chicago because people from chicago move everywhere and then tell those jokes right yeah we never we know. never grow out of it yeah like They're i funny. don't know it's fine i mean i married one so oh he's from chicago it's always funny yeah nice well, okay, he doesn't tell people he's from Chicago because he's not from Chicago. He should. His parents are born and raised in Chicago, but he, he grew up in, like, the Chicago land Okay, area. well, yeah, so did we. And so, you know. But now yeah. we're here. Um, So this show, yeah, so like I said, Chicago Party Ants yeah, been a Twitter account for a while. Um, So I guess it got greenlit for a Netflix animated series, which I think, I don't know, like... Uh, on paper sounds like it actually might not be the worst idea um an image of its surface though where like you said Kelgore, uh looks like crap it's this horrible family guy mock-off style i it, we gotta stop this we gotta stop every making cartoon cartoons like looks this. like this now is this is this what you would call cal arts no that's not cal arts no. is more like um like steven universe looking stuff uh, this is more like just flat line art. I think it's because it's very easy to make. I like don't know the difference. Well, like I for, just you, like don't care enough. If you like, oh, so that art only existed as of yesterday. Yes. Yeah. Correct. That okay? Because I'm looking online, I see her old profile picture is like a real person. Yeah. So that's. It's like a like a photograph. Yeah, I don't even know who that photograph is of. I think it's just like one of those things that like you would see in like a beauty salon or something like that. And it looks for sure. It looks yeah. correct. It looks like that's the type of person, which is like what was one of the funnier aspects of the of the uh, the account in the first place, but yeah. So this this image is new. That's like obviously not a real person. It's a, it's a parody account. But um, yeah. This is this is what it looks like. A lot of people I got RuPaul, like Baronholtz. Um, I don't know. That's the only two people I recognize on the list. Uh, but Bill Oakley was a consulting producer on the show. Okay. Well, that's. I mean, that Maybe bodes it'll well. Be yeah. Not bad. Hopefully so. But yeah, I mean, what I want to kind of move. So, but it's it's pretty popular amongst Chicago people. This account, like, it's yeah, more or less pretty uh, more, well known. more or less. geared towards people, but I don't know how well it's known necessarily. I know, outside like, of like Twitter, we yeah, I know we've tweeted that or like over the years from like the Thought Cops account. Tried to get around Thought Cops, but was too busy talking to Netflix, I guess. Yeah. So 
What I mean, maybe Graham, maybe you can do a, a voice on that show because I feel like Ooh, I don't know. There you go. I mean, on TikTok, you got your Chicago dudes be like dudes from Chicago episode <laughs> where she dates the dude from Chicago, and you guys go on a date to the Dave Matthews poop bridge. <laughs> Not gonna lie, I'm exactly. I'm in the works of making an entirely new Dave Matthews video as we speak. I can show you the footage Hell on yeah. my phone. It's gonna be epic. It's gonna be one of my greatest <laughs> works. So amazing! A lot of people are uh, dunking on this, as it were, because they're saying they're follow shaming this account. There's a lot of people who are saying uh, she only has. They're making a Netflix cartoon for a 40,000 Twitter account or 40,000 follower Twitter account and it's like people who may or may not have more than that on Twitter it's like listen man like if you're more interesting than that then pitch a fucking show to Netflix they'll probably make it yeah like, just yeah go for it they make a lot of crap like the the dudes that made always sunny were just like three broke actors in LA that were just like shooting home video footage of a pilot like that's it doesn't like your follower count on Twitter is not what makes you it shouldn't mean anything. Yeah, have a TV show or not. You know, it's like it's because yeah. it's like a character. It's a fully the weirdly fully developed character done right. through Twitter, and right. it's about Chicago. You know, hey, why, people don't want to talk like that here, but they they sort of talk like <laughs> fuck. Hey. They, 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 they kind of they talk, talk, kinda talk like, like this. They, they a talk bit. like this. A deep dish jardinero. Yeah. I gotta get a jerb. But people are also shitting on our fine city, saying like Chicago sucks. Chicago <laughs> humor sucks. I like all these people are like I, I coming out of the woodwork all of a sudden and like just oh this is stupid. They don't have enough followers and Chicago's a stupid city. Anyone who lives there's stupid. Yeah. And I, I gotta say that's uh no. that's pretty hurtful. As somebody who has no stake yeah, in whatever this Yeah, that's a ridiculous thing is. to say. It's like, yeah. what, the the fourth largest city in the U.S. or something Third, like that? I think. Three or Third? four. I don't well, know. How, if... what, where's it? It's something like that, yeah. I think Houston is coming up. To... I just know those people who have like those tote bags and it says like New York, Los Angeles, Chicago, right, right. Tokyo. And you're like, yeah, Chicago's in there. The big four of America. Yeah. Why do people have those bags? Like, I don't get it. I just saw this lady wearing this actually kind of sick jacket yesterday and it just said it said new york los angeles and then there was like an embroidered like tiger in front of like mount fuji or something on her on the back of her jacket like the you know like the the drive jacket except yeah. for a woman who has been to both los angeles and new york hell yeah but i was like why does your jacket just say los angeles new york that doesn't mean anything and I mean, like, where did you get the jacket in Los Angeles or in New York? From probably not from Forever Twenty One. H and M. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, in the suburbs. <laughs> yeah, but Chicago no, has I mean, always I mean, been I'll, like I'll shit on any city, but not for any real reasons. Like Chicago's always kind of had so, a self aware sense of humor about itself. I mean, that's why we are you know the second city is because. We were, sec- mm-hmm. you know, at one point, the second biggest city, you know, to New York City. And that was like, yeah, it's a point of pride to be like, yeah, we're not you fucks. Yeah. Hey, fuck this. We yeah. don't care. Um, so, yeah, lay off. Well, everybody. hey, now you guys can be all like underdog and, you know, you get to have that righteous indignation, right? I already Clearly. got it. Because people are mean to you. Exactly. Definitely not holding on to anything <laughs> like that. Hold on. Sure. 
I'm going to adjust my little light here. It's getting darker. And it's still sunny out. Because I'm on the West Coast. So I'm trying to think of... It's probably sunny there, too. I'm trying to think of a good, um, good punishment here for people who... Hey, you know what? People who are we're gonna we're gonna come to your house. We're gonna make a show about your Twitter account that has so many followers <laughs> and the po dunk shithole that you live in. Yeah, get yeah, ready, fucking idiots. And it's gonna look worse than Family Guy or uh or, or fucking Brickleberry. That it's like <laughs> what the fuck. You ever heard of yeah, that? Like, no. It's like so, Google it. It looks like it's the most like. It, no, I know, I know. Yeah. It's every show that's come out in the last like ten years. They they use that animation style. Yeah, I'm yeah. guessing it's just like a fucking computer uh, making it or something. Awesome. I, I don't get it. Just avoid and I, I think um it was Felix Dude, Peterman. Fucking Newgrounds looks like everything on Newgrounds looks a hundred times better than and like this. twenty like, years ago even. Just hire the Newgrounds, but just like you can pay the people that do Newgrounds stuff that do all of their own animation and like all their own voice acting, you can pay them a tenth of what you paid fucking all these people on here. You can do a shoestring budget and they'll overperform and they'll be fucking happy. And then you should obviously give them a raise. But like, come, like make better shit, man. Come on. I mean, and the visual aesthetics are important. I think like Felix Biederman on Twitter said something where because they, they just showed a trailer for some HBO Max cartoon that looks the exact same like this stuff. Right. It's called The Royals. I think, and it's about the royal family. Looks absolutely. Oh horrible. my god! I was gonna bring that up. Horrible. No, it's called the Prince. The Prince, and he said, like, it, uh, no, that is the worst thing I have seen. I was, I was gonna bring yeah, that up. Yeah, yeah. That is terrible. It's like if you have not seen that trailer, go watch it. No matter how good the writing is, Holy this stuff that all looks like the same factory made crap just washes over you. It doesn't matter yeah. how funny or insightful it is just it's just completely immemorable you know and yeah but even 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 like if it was good animation it looks so bad like like the the content oh yeah looks so bad yeah and that um, example, i was gonna yes. ask you guys what what do you have any animated show i guess movies too but shows that you really like the animation style other than family guy brickleberry and <laughs> like, the prince uh you mean like recent ones Chicago or old party ones <laughs> No, just any of them. I, I'm just wondering, like, what kind of animation? You know, for some reason, the first one like. that popped into my head because I was like, Big thinking mouth. of no, <laughs> like when I was thinking back oh to, I, like, I know people always reference like, oh, cartoons are better in the '90s, but there, I feel like there was more variety and more like, well, and so many things were hand drawn, and it wasn't just yeah. like fucking kicked out, you know, sort of shit. Like, I, for some reason, the cartoon that just popped in my head, I, I don't know if I'd say it's my favorite looking one, but at least it had a very significant identity to it, was Duckman on, like, Comedy Central. It was, mm, uh... I don't think I know it. Jason Alexander played the main character. It was this talking duck. He was a detective oh, nice. or something, and it was, uh... It was on HBO or Comedy Central back in the early 90s, but it just has this really cool style. And another one uh, that pops in my mind that is very... Uh, visually striking for me is Mission Hill. I love how it looks, and I feel like you know you brought up Bill Oakley earlier. He co-created that. Right. It's well written, and it just pops off the screen so well. Instead of this, just like flat, just lazy crap. What about one of my favorites stylistically is the original Powerpuff Girls. Yeah, absolutely. Because they use these like both real. It's like it's like half collage, half. Um, 
animation. I don't know. I think it's really cool. Archer kind of does that too. Like the backgrounds and stuff will be like real. Yeah, sort of. yeah. Uh, I, th- I Archer was Archer was cool. Like um, at least in terms of animation, I thought I thought it was. And pretty, I think Archer like, is kind of like uh, it was kind of like branching off of a lot of those William Street Adult Swim cartoons. Like I know Grant and I were just talking about Aqua Teen Hunger Force before recording yeah and they also did uh sea lab similar style which you go those guys were the ones who went on to make True, archer yeah. so what about you grant gotcha. Any- yeah i don't know how the simpsons i mean obviously the simpsons is hilarious but like th- for me they're so disgusting to look at <laughs> like for like all <laughs> their little yellow bodies like, and their in spiky general heads. you don't like looking at them i just mean like i don't like like I don't know what compelled anyone to make them look like that. To look like that, but it, it worked. Yeah, that's. You got a problem with this guy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'll make fun of you for it if that's what you want. I mean, I, yeah, I like Grant pulled my sleeve bucks, up. Though. I was not prepared to get bullied tonight. <laughs> okay, what I'm saying is, I love The Simpsons and I think it's super funny. But like, never in a million years would I have made them little yellow spiky heads (laughs) something about the simpsons and i i don't know how did that happen i don't know if it's like the resurgence of like the weird vaporwave aesthetic or something like that but like some of those like episodes of the simpsons with like the the weird sort of soft color contrast and stuff like that is Mm -hmm. very like just has like a lived in feel yes that like it's very distinct you know like remember that documentary i think i mentioned uh-huh. it as a key to the city in a recent episode where they talked about like the different eras of animation for that yeah, show yeah and even like i think like the peak like season four season five era they made a distinct effort to have it look like that and have their pupils be big and have this sort of like hand yeah. drawn and that with that writing it goes hand in hand and some of like the just just the color contrasts and stuff like that is is very just i don't know it gives me a warm feeling yeah absolutely and like the shows like this i mean it's a shame that i guess to bring it back to whatever we're talking about chicago party and right uh looks does it just doesn't inspire much confidence you know maybe it could be the fucking funniest show in the world and i i don't know at the end of the day just you know what i miss um in terms of like favorite animation styles and stuff like that and i feel like it it's this will never come back and it's it's hard to pull off and there were only a couple shows that did it, but they were, I think, some of the some of the best comedy shows. And you look at some of the people that used to work on them and stuff like that. But it was like anything Squiggle Vision. You I, know? I knew you were going to bring that up. Like, uh, like home movies, home movies, Doctor Cats. What does that mean again? Like, wh- yeah, where the borders and boundaries were very like wiggly and stuff like that. Ed, Ed, like, Eddie was kind of like that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to a certain point. Um, but yeah, yeah like you, my favorite, yeah. You look at some of like the voice Sorry, ahead, actors that were on some of the Squiggle Vision shows, and it's just like fucking like uh, Sam Cedar did a lot of voices for him. Um, that's where like John Benjamin got his start. Like mm-hmm. Sarah Silverman was on a lot of like Louis C.K. was David Cross. Like a lot of really big names in the '90s got got their fucking start on like Doctor Cats and shit like that. And that animation style went so well with like the lazy conversational discourse that happened in the episodes where it's just like two dudes in a room sort of talking over each other. Like it oh, sounds familiar. It was very just like perfect for that type. And like, 
I don't think they'll ever make shows like that again, and they'll never use Squiggle Vision. Doesn't again. that seem like it was such an exciting era to be a part of in comedy? Yeah, just like all this gritty sort of weird like adult animation was coming to the forefront like uh like i mentioned early simpsons Duckman, stuff like that and then like you know dr Katz, you mentioned yeah. and it had like a natural like feel to it because it's like yeah two dudes in a room cracking jokes at each other and the animation sloppy and the conversation is sloppy and they're like you got like whereas everything sort of like when it's presented for television it's supposed to be like clean and like precise and it, this everything about it was the opposite like yeah like it had a very certain, appealing it had a certain edge to it too without yeah, being like yeah. offensive and like you mentioned yeah. a lot of those people were like they were small fucking names at the time too it was just yeah. a lot of these like very up-and-coming comedians who are like huge now mm-hmm. and just it, it just like compared to a lot of the other like sitcom bullshit at the time it just you know. Oh, someone just asked if I like Futurama, and I I was gonna say I love Futurama. I love the I not only the humor but the the, the artistic style. But I just I just don't like that the Simpsons are. Yellow. I was gonna say we've <laughs> narrowed it down then to them just simply being colored yellow. They're jaundice. Yeah. 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 I, I don't like it, but also like I admit that it clearly worked. <laughs> I mean, they're members. Like, I know yeah. that. I, like, I'll still watch it. I'm just like I like when. D- how did you decide to make them yellow? <laughs> I think they they realized Walk that it popped it. off the screen better, they said. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, I love Adventure Time. That's probably my favorite animation. Yeah, that was... That I can think of off the top was of my good. head. I think that that also was like yeah. right at the beginning of like the CalArts style sort of domination. Like it it's, was. it's before everyone got sick. I of think a lot of people took like that it. and ran with it. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. exactly. And that's yeah, such I a just, shame when that happens. Just like as a show, I I still love that show, and like I, I watch it with my kids and stuff, and like all the music that they tie into it and everything. I just I love it. I just love all of it. Although it's not necessarily like. It's not like gritty adult humor. It doesn't have to be, you know? It's yeah. enough. Yeah. Have you watched Yeah. Have you watched Over the Garden Wall? No. Oh, you, you, you should would watch like that. that. You, you would, would love like it. That. Is that a kids thing? It's yeah, it's more like or less, a yeah. it's like a children's mini series. It's by a lot of the same people that did mm-hmm. Adventure Time. Uh I I've made it like oh, cool. a yearly tradition to watch that around like uh to watch that around Halloween. That's like my Halloween tradition yeah, is to like watch Over the Garden Wall. Yeah, it's six episodes long. Yeah. Nice. It's great. Um, and I also really like, um, I never really finished the show, but if you guys ever watched BoJack, you know, the opening credits sequence. Yeah. Yeah. Just specifically that, like not necessarily the show itself, but just the opening credits. Like I wish the whole show looked like that. Yeah. <laughs> but Hey, it's almost like yeah, when they show like a video game trailer and you're like, yeah, this game looks awesome. And then you see like the gameplay exactly. footage. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say that actually, Kelgore, what you're <laughs> it describing is, it is like that. What you're describing is every single anime. Holy shit. This opening is crazy. There's rock and roll music oh, playing maybe flying should... through space. And then it's like the rest of it's like, yeah, this is almost as good looking. They blow the budget. Yeah, on maybe the I should watch some anime. I heard. I heard. Uh, I heard anime's good. <laughs> that's that's the rumor on the uh, streets these days. I'm rewatching Cowboy Bebop yeah. right now. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, is that good? Yeah, that's it's, it's one of my favorite TV shows. Okay. Like, period. Like, a good entry level one too. Like, yeah. not to say like it's oh, like it's based, entry level. No, not to say it's based. Like, I think it's one of the best ones ever. But it's yeah. also like more accessible. Is kind of what I'm saying. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Anyway, is this a, interesting? <laughs> we're gonna just talk about cartoons the rest well, of the episode. Yeah, or? it's our show. We're yeah, grown I, up I was gonna children. say like I, I'm, yeah, in, I'm enjoying the, I'm enjoying this conversation, and I'm looking at the doc here, and I'm like, do I have to talk about Simone Biles <laughs> now? Like, I'm actually having fun. No, we don't have to talk about that. I don't no. know. Yeah, just talk about what you want. That's that's like uh, last week. It's like I feel compelled. I feel like an obligation to talk about like the Ben and Jerry's shit because again, it's like. There's a, a real life consequence to what's happening on the internet. And it's just like, man, but it sucks so much fucking energy. Like, I could feel it right let's, away. It's let's like, talk man. about the Facebook. Pr- or, yeah, wait. but people will pick up on that when they're listening. I think they'll pick up on like your willingness or like how enthusiastic you are about a topic. Yeah, right. Or how nobody you know else I mean? wants to talk about it and how that's inherently funny, too. Well, and I'll I'll accept that. I accept and, like, all the Simone Biles thing. What else is there to say? What else is there? To, wh- like. I mean, what what could what could I possibly add to this discussion? Let's talk about if the, we can touch on it real quick, real quick. Just sure. one point that I brought up. I saw maybe you have something. I I have something that's interesting, and then we'll we'll touch on it, and then we'll just fucking move on because, like, yeah, what else is there to say? But uh, this guy Chris Wartzel wrote a very interesting article on Substack that is um. Uh, the Simone Biles culture war traveled faster than the news and how like just the tr- the the trending topics on Twitter, how they push out some of this fucking information. And it's like, we don't even like, I didn't even know that Simone Biles had pulled out of the Olympics. All I saw was people's opinions on it and how that like, there's a quote in this article from uh, Chris Hayes, that says the Simone Biles discourse article is a perfect example of a phenomenon I encounter more and more, which is learning a piece of news first via the takes on it and then having to backfill what the actual information is, which like implodes my fucking mind that that's that's how we consume all media nowadays is just like, oh, Matt Walsh tweeted about Simone Biles. Let me figure out what the fuck happened. You know, it kills me. It kills yeah, me. Yeah, that, that's a good point. And that's, that happened to me with the Cuba thing because I like logged on one day or something and I had no idea what was occurring. I just knew that people were mad. That's right, all right. news and I was for like, me wait, now. wait, wait, what, what exactly are you mad about? Yeah. That's this show. And also there's <laughs> that trend. There's a trend that happened. There's a trend that happened maybe, ten, I don't know, it probably has always been a thing, but starting like 10 or 15 years ago with like internet headlines with like, you know, articles and shit. Um, the sort of manufacturing of consent, except for it, like the headline tells you how to feel about it before you've even clicked on the fucking article. Mm-hmm. Like we compiled a list of 15 kittens and you're going to shit your pants when you look at them. <laughs> and it's like, okay, you've already told me that I'm going to shit my pants when I click on this. And like, you know, obviously I'm being hyperbolic, but like other things like telling you, you're going to cry or you're going to be angry. And it like the, the headline is, is no longer just the headline. It's the headline plus how they expect you to feel at the end. And it's got to be great for engagement because it just never stopped. And <laughs> that's kind of the same thing. Try not to what? come. Try not to come. You <laughs> won't last 20 minutes Wait, playing this game. Every uh, ad <laughs> ever. Yeah. Cheerios. Yeah. Try not to oh, come. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's from porn sites. <laughs> um, I wish that all media had the like, like, aesthetic of those like bottom of the listicle 
things where it's like doctors hate this one weird trick. <laughs> yeah, you know right, I mean? right. Like, I wish that all media was just had that same tone. All advertising, like, that's all especially. I want. Yeah, just don't just lay down and straight. You know. Yeah, hot singles in your area. You know. The news that matters. Just democracy dies in darkness or in the dark. That's what was so weird when I click on a Washington Post. Is it, Wait, that's Washington Post, right? I think so. And yeah, right. right at the top there, it's like the the worst fucking article I've ever read in my life. Right. And or the, at least the preview because I don't pay for it. And then it's at the top. It's just like democracy dies in darkness. And you're like, then let me read the fucking article. I don't know. Speaking of reading articles, let's move on past this Simone Biles thing and let's do one more story. So uh, Facebook prayer groups, or I guess to be more specific, Facebook, I guess there's a couple things that are happening. Facebook is in with big religion. Uh, Facebook tests new prayer post feature. Awesome. (laughs) Did God sign off on this? I don't know. He uh, hasn't been responding to his. Uh, <laughs> he hasn't been responding to people for the past. Uh, Did you 6, poke 000. him? Did you try to poke no, him? No, he closed his DMs. I I asked him to be a vampire. God and damn he, it! He didn't respond. He closed his. <laughs> he's closed his DMs when the pandemic started. Anyway, um, yeah. I sent him a Farmville invite. That's terrible. <laughs> I saw that TikTok has a Farmville now. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah, I don't know why. Yeah. Um, real quick. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure money. I'm sure money is the answer. But um, back to this prayer thing. What's the like format? What's the layout on this prayer? Like, is it like a prayer request or what is it? Uh, the idea for one like equals one prayer. <laughs> <laughs> I think literally. Uh, yeah, the idea a little more. I'm the gonna, idea I'm... for prayer posts <laughs> grew out of the myriad ways user hosts. Users have connected over Facebook while distancing during COVID-19, according to the spokesperson. I think that, like, prayer posts, the function will allow members of Facebook groups to ask for and respond to prayer requests. So it's like you say, hey, uh, my family got gunned down by yet another mass shooter. Send prayers. And so, literally, you can send your thoughts and prayers via social currency on Facebook now. We we did it, Facebook. Yeah, it says you can manage prayer requests and who can see them in group settings. Wow, cool. I love the future. All right, all right. Go with me for a second here. What if it worked? <laughs> well, only one way to find out, I suppose. Yeah. What if anybody who posted those and then got like maybe, you know, a couple hundred uh, responses got what they wanted? But you could never prove it, though. You could never prove it. (laughs) Sometimes it's the um, unanswered prayers, you know? (laughs) So it's like... God only gives his soldiers what he knows they can handle. Like, oh, my grandpa's in the hospital. He's got cancer. And then I got like, oh, I got 200 prayers on Facebook. So he's fine now. (laughs) Like, that's what I mean. Like, what if it worked? I mean, like I said, there's only one way to find out. Let's like, is this already implemented or is it like... (laughs) No, they're they're testing it on certain groups, I guess, in the United States. (laughs) Certain groups. (laughs) Yeah. How do I get in on this? They're they're testing it on uh, the Christians, the Muslims, the Jews. They're seeing... (laughs) They're seeing... They're seeing which God's real. (laughs) 
Oh my in the, god! In the end, there's only one. His okay. name is Zuckerberg. Uh, it's too true. The man who devoured God. Anyway, wow. um, that's that's dark. You know, my, you know who's really gonna like that? My husband. I'm gonna tell him about that but, Facebook prayer thing. He's gonna get really mad for like a month. <laughs> He could give you some content, too. My husband's been storming around the house getting mad about Facebook prayer groups. <laughs> and everybody's going to reply like, leave your man. Yeah. One like equals one. Calm him down. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's. Um, uh, yes. I mean. Oh, shit. Now, punishing. Punishing. the. Sorry. My neighbors are being loud. I can't hear him. We're good. Yeah. We just had a okay. siren. And I don't think anybody heard that. So. <laughs> Love it. Uh, Facebook prayers. Um, they should. I think. I think that that's a good idea. Is the groups that they release this to are all religious groups, and we we tally whose prayers work and whose doesn't, and we see which God's the real one, and th- and then we know. Then we don't have to. Then we just get rid of religion because then we don't have to have multiple. We just we do the one. It's just so the, simple. The one guy. It's just the. It's. The one guy, Craig. The man upstairs, I call him. Yeah. The man upstairs. We finally, we figured out which one was the right one, and we just do that just for forever. I think that's fair. I like to think that people are already figuring out how to make money off of this. Yeah. I'm thinking about it right now. Think about this. Thoughts and prayers. Thought cops. What's next? New spinoff, prayer cops. Firemen, policemen, (laughs) priests. Prayer police. Let's do it. Let's start a No, you need like a like an ambulance driver, but well, hold on. You see, I Wait feel like minute. that's kind of tied into the whole <laughs> fire aesthetic. So I'm I'm going I'm full I'm leaning in fully. <laughs> yeah, cuz I guess um Yeah. They do have a pretty solid aesthetic, I got to say. Yeah, we need a uh we need a Dalmatian. I mean, we need a lot of things, but you know, yeah. patreon.com/thoughtcops. Let's buy a Dalmatian for the studio. And we'll feed it sometimes. You guys need to get, um, oh shit, shit whoops. Uh, you guys need to get, what's it called when you're, um, tax exempt? You need to get tax exemption status soon. Oh, like, because we're a prayer Because of the group. prayers. Oh, right. Because yeah. of the prayers. Well, yeah, and a public service. Sure. I mean, makes sense, you know. We should get really, a Really, you should be receiving ta- tax money. That's yeah, true, yeah. For sure. They're trying to defund you. You know, well, try as they might, you know, we're, we're still kicking. Let's move on to something uh, something positive, though. Key to the city, whatever we want to give it away to, to uh, the key to Neo-Chicago. Something positive, something swell, something nice, something good. My key to the city this week goes to and none other than Bob Odenkirk. Whoo, what a stressful day and a half that was. Goddamn. So uh, for those who don't know, Bob Odenkirk suffered a heart-related incident on the set of Better Call Saul this week and uh, apparently almost didn't make it. But as of right now, as of right now, he is in stable condition. They say he's going to be okay. I Fingers crossed that that maintains to be the case because... Uh, that would really suck if uh, Bob Odenkirk died. I, I truly do think he is like 
the godfather of modern comedy. I know we mentioned a lot of this, you know. Yeah, we're not done with him yet either. Oh god, no, he I feel like he has like so much more to do. Like the guy is constantly on the cutting edge. Like every every good new comedy series, every new thing, like he's always fucking involved and he's always there fostering new talent. Cause like the he I mean, not only yeah. is he very funny, but he recognizes, you know, what like he does he like a lot of older comedians may you know with the times become more irrelevant or become to struggle he he grows but he also like learns from you know and uh, you know evolves too and it's just a really really inspiring to me just to see you know he, he's always been a very big uh point of inspiration to me and in a lot of ways like influenced um my own career path like because he grew up in uh the same area that you know we from like naperville yeah yeah the same area that kind of general area uh, both grant and i are from and i remember because i I used to watch like mr show constantly when i was a kid and that when i found out that he was from the area i was like oh shit i can fucking do this it just felt like this moment of like oh that's how you do this you go to college you get this degree then you do this after college and like you know, I kind of follow, you know, the college to second city to whatever, whatever, you know, path. And I was always, you know, saw that as a, um, you know, of uh, like a viable option, which, you know, uh, again, like very, very happy he pulled through. Uh, again, like I'm obviously happy to see that uh, Better Call Saul will be wrapping up as well. But moreover, as a person, I'm just, you know, very, very thankful that he's OK. So he gets my key to the city this week. Hell Yeah. This will be the last season of Better Call Saul, right? Yes, yes. They're wrapping it? Yep. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be so good. I'm so excited. God, I love that show. It's like one of the few shows I actually like pay money for. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's fucking worth it. (laughs) Like, just so I can get it as fast as possible. Yeah, I'm just like, please, just whatever. I'll just buy a season pass or whatever they call Mm -hmm. it. Like, um, I love Bob Odenkirk. He's great. I'm glad that he's apparently okay. He's, um... Yeah, he's definitely one of my favorites. That would be I when when that when that happened the other day. Obviously, everyone on Twitter was freaking out because they were sad. Yeah, for all the right reasons. And um, I like the next morning I woke up and still with like n- there was oh, no man, news I or know. anything. I was like constantly like, refreshing. Part of me was like, part of me was like, I should make I should I should make some sort of irony post about how I like fucking hate Bob Odenkirk, oh. but like I couldn't bring myself to yeah, do it. Yeah, because I was just like, no, like absolutely not. I will not be able to last for a second. But then I was like, oh, I know what I'll do. I'll I'll do the joke where he I say he's a bad person and then I say paid for by Charles McHutchins the third or like whatever that skit mm-hmm. is where it's like Harrison Greeley the third and Charles McHutchins and they're like enemies. <laughs> but then I was like, no, just don't. Just don't, because what if he dies? And I and, <laughs> and I do so feel like one one uh one final point I want to make on it too was because it was one of the very few times on Twitter where you'll see kind of everybody from across whatever ideologies, political spectrum, all different people were like, "Oh, please be okay, please, please, please," and that like never fucking happens anymore. Right, and it just goes to show you like no. how fucking great someone is when they can truly affect all different kinds of people on such a very deep level. True. Yeah, he's a he's a a patron saint, I think. Absolutely. And he doesn't have the worst politics in in terms of uh, famous people. Yeah, so. true. Very <laughs> that true. Helps. Uh, not making not making a lot of enemies, I don't think. Um, so yeah, that's a good one. I wish I would have thought of that. Well, it's your turn I'm now. Hungry. You can go off on uh, whatever he, he positive thing you want to give away. Um, sorry, I don't do positive. Oh, I, I know um, it's hard. It's, it's difficult. 
<laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, I did really like, okay, well, okay, Key to the City. Um, I think I want to do, there's this, there's this YouTube channel that I've been watching a lot of lately called Fundy Fridays. And basically she looks at like crazy Christian fundamentalists. Oh, Fundy, yeah. People. But she does like, she does like really, really good breakdowns of it. And she's hilarious. And also she's a really, really nice about it, which is something that I probably wouldn't be able to do. Um, she's like insanely reasonable. Um, so even though she's like against all these like very abusive, you know, fundamentalist Christian dudes that have these weird patriarchal families and stuff, uh, she approaches it in a really cool way. And she does all this research and her videos are hilarious. So um, she gets my key to the city because um, it's just good stuff. <laughs> Fundy Fridays. Go check it out. Sweet. Especially if you like that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's a good one. My key to the city, uh, I sort of, I think I talked about this last episode, but I guess I'll bring this in as like a concrete example and then play a video. I think that this is super interesting. Um, this one guy on TikTok uh, that's like going to medical school has been doing like a, a, a series on like race and athleticism and just sort of like breaking down a lot of like myths and stereotypes of like what you know like um he's a black guy and people will comment like oh black people can't swim lol like obviously trying to get a rise out of him and he like made a whole video on like here's why this conception exists and it's super interesting uh i'll play this one um which is episode four the nba the nfl and racial integration which is super fascinating why is it that sports leagues like the nfl and nba are dominated by black athletes welcome to episode four of our black people more like than other races a series where we look at sports genetics and race today we're looking at one reason why there may be so many black players in the nfl and nba spoiler it's not related to genetics it has to do with historical opportunity to understand this, we have to take a step back in history and look at when each of these organizations were integrated because it correlates with how many black players are in each of these leagues. From its creation in 1920, the NFL took 26 years to racially integrate. Compare that to the NBA, which actually only took four years after its creation. Major League Baseball, on the hand, was created in 1869 and took 80 years to integrate. Why this matters is because it allowed for leagues like baseball to create a white identity around the sport. It made it harder for black players like Jackie Robinson to break down these barriers. And today, Major League Baseball is still one of the least diverse sports because it took the longest to integrate. Leagues like the NBA and NFL, meanwhile, were way more accepting. And institutions like the YMCA spread basketball in black communities and beyond. And we can't forget about the Black Fives, which was a basketball style that was played by all black basketball teams until the NBA was integrated in 1950s. They made basketball synonymous with black culture. What we see is that inclusive sports have a better history of including black players, and that could very well explain why we see so many black players in the NBA and NFL. Make sure to follow and like. Next up, we're talking about some of the double standards yeah, we've seen um, in the Olympics. So his name's Joe Burville. And like, I, I do think it's important, you know, again, from the point of view of, yeah, there's a lot of kids that use these apps and shit like that. And it's like to have like quick content like that, that just sort of like quickly explains and dispels myths and stuff like that. I mean, I, I think is important for kids to to be able to see it pop yeah, up totally. on their page and shit. Um, especially if they live in like rural communities and aren't around people that are like different than them, you know? Yeah. So key to the city yeah. to Joe, Joel Burville, Joe, J O E L B E R V E L L. I think on all platforms. 
you know, I feel like that's always a conversation that like what he brings up is something we probably heard all the time growing up. And right. it, it just rarely do we ever think to like fully examine why that is. And I right. think only recently we've been kind of hearing a lot more about that, why that is. Right. And, and I, how- I also think that it's because like, you know, black people have more of a platform on some of these, ser- on yeah. some of these like websites and stuff like that. And it's like, yeah, when it was, when it came to like, tv and movies and stuff like that it's like yeah traditionally you get a lot of stereotypes and characters and stuff like that but it's like here's people that are actually telling you their experiences and like what they learn and how they put it out into the world and it's it's one of those things where it's like yeah i i wouldn't have even thought of some of these things like uh in in the way that he explains them and stuff like that and they're super fascinating cool yeah yeah that's cool i mean i think People, people like to make these, like the, the myth thing, people make these like weird, like non-scientific and definitely racist, like, like assumptions about why things are the way that they are. And it's like, like, like what he said, it's probably just because basketball, for example, they were more inclusive earlier. So obviously that's going to inspire generations of people like, oh, hey, like I watch baseball and there's not really a lot of black players, but I watch basketball and, you know, my favorite team has five black players. That's like. I want to do that. You know, like you see it as like inspirational and something that like you could achieve 50 years ago or 30 years ago, even like, and it's like, that's going to impact the next generation. And that that's definitely a better way to look at it than whatever the fuck people say about like, that like black people aren't able to swim or something. (laughs) And yeah, that that doesn't make any sense. That video also was interesting because I, there's some, statistic that like black children i believe are four times more likely to drown than white children but like historically we had problems integrating pools and stuff like that and by the time that they became widely yeah and by the time that they became like widely integrated having a pool was like a thing of luxury like way back a hundred years ago 100 to 50 years ago it was like a big public thing that actually like lower class people would sort of partake in and then it became like a status symbol mm-hmm. like you own a pool if you're a rich person you know it, it it's more linked to yeah. class than we would think but you know again it's just like you hear it and you're just like i i i never really d- thought to even dispel the myth before but it it's just a, a fascinating right. refreshing take on someone who did a little bit of research on it and you know made a video that a couple hundred thousand people saw you know yeah that's cool joel burville yeah see our thought cops word of the week this week grant do you have one or are we just going to pick one off the old uh yeah just uh uh... (laughs) they all kind of suck um yeah let's just say uh Prayer posting. Let's go with that. We mentioned it earlier. Prayer yeah. posting. You go on, whatever. I guess that's a new thing now. You want to get prayers on Facebook? You prayer post. You get up. The, you, 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 you solve. You, you perform a miracle by getting all the likes and comments. And basically, that's how we're... One prayer equals one like. Yeah. How about that? Yep. There you go. You don't even have to hit the like button. You just pray and the numbers go up. But it, it helps. You know, we, we do like we do like <laughs> to see it, you know. Right. <laughs> Um, so before we do get to our final segment, which is our listener voicemails, uh, Kelgore, if you want to plug everything you want to plug, any social media, YouTube, you want to direct people to go see, now's the time. Um, really, the only thing I think people might be interested in would be 
Twitter if you like Twitter. Um, and it's at Kelgore Trout. And um, my YouTube channel, which is just Kelgore on YouTube. Um, other than that, uh, I like I go on TikTok and stuff, but I'm not I'm not really big on any other social media or anything. So if you want to follow me, come check it out. And, uh, you know, I don't know. Tell me you like saw me on Thought Cops or something and then we can be butts. You get a free you, if tell her that you get a free YouTube subscription to her channel. How about that? Yeah, it's um, totally 100% free. I won't charge you when you hit the button. Um, most channels would. That'll be yours. Yeah, most channels would. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's it, though. I mean, really, I just, I'm just here for fun. I'm just, you know, I watch you guys and I watch all your TikToks and stuff. So it's just kind of fun to come hang. Oh, cool. thank you. Right? Appreciate that. Uh, so let's get to uh, those uh, um, <laughs> listener voicemails. If you want to support the show... Uh, Oh yeah. Actually, no. Do we have some? Are oh, there we got, really yeah, we got, got a couple voicemails, yeah. Yeah, just uh, give us a call uh 312-788-7361 or you can always send us an audio file to thoughtcopspodcast at gmail.com. Hit it. All right, let's hitting it right and Okay, I'm I'm on. Yeah, there we go. Right and now. Hey Thought Cops IO Netrunner here and this week my 2 minutes of hate is when you're feeling kind of burnt out on a project, so you hope the other guy in the project will do the heavy lifting, but mm. turns out uh, the other person is also burnt out on the project, and so you guys just kind of agree to maybe stop doing the project for a while. Anyway, Aww. keep up the great show. Love doing, love you, you guys doing what you're doing. Uh, the Lord's work. Uh, bye. Mm. Kind of petered off at the end there. What's he's he, burnt out. What's he talking about there? Of the Discord news. I think he's burnt. I think they're burning out. Oh, no. I think there's only so much. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, dude. Yeah. Now imagine doing that, but longer and for four years. Yeah. Jerk. You <laughs> monster. I'm just kidding. You're all right. Anything more to say about that? Or do we just skip on ahead? Skip ahead. Skipping ahead. Now. Hey, cops. With what happened to Bob Odenkirk the other day, still fresh in my head, I got curious. What's your guys' favorite episode or skit from Mr. Show? Uh, my personal favorite is from uh, Going on Holiday, the Blowing Up the Moon skit. That's a classic. Just something about the flurry of it all feels very like, like it could happen in real life. Okay, later. Kisses, Grant. No, thank you. Uh, my favorite, one of my favorites is, uh, it's like a parody of an MTV interview where they, uh, uh, I think his name is John Ennis. He's interviewing uh, Bob and David, but they're in character as this like 90s uh, British pop band called Smoosh. But it's just yeah. really funny because it has this extra layer where the interview is not going very well. And the guys, the interviewers, like, like ha, and then, and, and then yeah. it zooms out, and there's like a therapist there also. She's like, "Now, why do you think they keep responding that way?" He's like, "I don't know." And it just like it takes this like really smart, really funny turn, and it's just, um, it's good. Yeah, it's great. That's uh, that's probably one of my favorites. Um, Grant, did you did you watch too much of it, or you just seen? Bits I've and pieces? seen bits and pieces. Uh, nothing that sticks out in my head. I mean, that'd be a good. I don't well. I can't imagine that that'd be a good Fire Bros review, but that's probably like a good purposeful, I should just go and watch it yeah, sort of thing. I would say so. Yeah. I'll, giving myself um, homework. Well, 
Run, Ronnie, Run is probably one of my favorite movies of all time. But for Mr. Show, the Devastator sketch. Is that the roller coaster one? The Devastator. Yeah, oh, the yeah. roller coaster. <laughs> why does this keep happening? It's just, I, why does this keep happening? Um, yeah, so that's probably my favorite. If you haven't seen that, just look up The Devastator and go watch it five times because it's so good. Just like classic sketch writing. It, it's just so, I don't know. So good. Like well, well perfected. Yeah. To the next one. Speaking here. of well oh, okay. perfected, do we have more? Yeah, we got two more. <laughs> okay, this is. I want, I want to make a quick note here. This is what three minutes long, guys. It's a, it's a little long. Keep them under two at the very most. Yeah, we got to be under two minutes. <laughs> if if it's really good, you know, maybe no, we'll they grant gotta, you a couple seconds. But this yeah. is under two minutes, even, Leo, even this, if it's very this, good. This better be. This better be good. I'm sure it will be, but there better be no Paper Mario talk. <laughs> God damn it! Let's just, just hit gonna... the fucking thing. And good evening, Thought Cops. Once again, it is I, Leo the Incredible. Hey. This time, reporting in as Deputy Leo the Incredible. Okay. Leo the Incredible Deputy. Ah, the law will be established later. Nonetheless. Later, I'm calling in because it's my duty as an honorary deputy of the Thought Cops, which you too, all listeners, can join in at patreon.com slash Thought Cops. And <laughs> you too can Leo. be a deputy. I'm calling in bad for to report yet another <laughs> thought crime. This was discussed earlier in the Discord of Thought Cops, which again you can have ac- access to at patreon.com slash Thought Cops. This one was about a junior. Yes, unbelievable. A thought crime involving a junior. A junior Friday. Oh, what no. We call Thursday. At least normal people call Thursday. Oh, Apparently, no. there are sycophants, real, deranged people. They refer to Thursday as Friday Junior. Disgusting. This is a thought crime, gentlemen. And yes, it is. There are so many better juniors that we could embrace, like Sammy Davis Jr., great entertainer, Ken Griffey Jr., awesome baseball player, Carl's Jr., knockoff Hardys, but still wonderful and delicious, Robert Downey Jr., who could he's, never be I replaced can't believe with an he's Iron just Man. naming and off even juniors. Freddie Prinz Jr. He just took the Paper like Mario characters bit. Yeah, and applied it to a new thing. I can't no, believe I've been it's duped. It's a crime. It's a crime to refer to Friday as uh, I'm no sorry, mention of Thursday Junior Trooper. As Friday Junior. I've been smacked. I demand the wheel of punishment. So that anybody, any sycophant, any deranged lunatic who uses this phrase gets punished. Okay. However, I now move on to your guest, Kelgore Trout. Hello, madam. It's a pleasure <laughs> to speak with you. And I do have a question, as you had asked previous on Twitter. Uh, this is in regards to your own series. I had the pleasure of listening in, and I found your Wait, three episodes on? of Mompreneurs, oh, Landlord still... Cream, in Section 8, Landlord, to be very entertaining. And my question oh, yeah, is, yeah. what do you have on the lineup next? Wait, do we... Should I, yeah, go, but she was asking you a question. Sorry, it said, it said, I have a question Friday for Gilbert Trout, and then it cut on off. It's a stream pause. Uh, just just tell me what it... Oh. I'll, I'll, I'll just okay, sorry, play sorry. it back. Gilbert yeah. Trout. 
There we go. Hello, madam. Oh, God. It's a pleasure <laughs> to speak with you. Adam. And I do have a question, as you had asked previous on Twitter. Uh, this is in regards to your own series. I had the pleasure of listening in, and I found your three episodes of Mompreneurs, Landlord Creamed in Section 8, Landlords, to be very entertaining. And my question is, what do you have on the lineup next? Anyhow, this concludes my voicemail. Fine. On not Friday Junior, but on a wonderful Thursday. <laughs> Thank I hope you. everyone has a great day. Thanks, okay. Leo. Thank you. You should not have to say this concludes my voicemail. <laughs> he does. That's, a, that's a great note for yeah, it's like we're gonna cut off some extra seconds. That's you know, just some Hey, um, he's busy tossing Leo, salads and scrambling eggs. Yeah. Leo, obviously you're you're a very sweet, sweet person, and I think you have a good sense of humor probably because you really committed to that bit. Yeah. But um, my, ne- my next one, I have a really hard time with the owned ones because I have to go find all these cringy TikToks, but I really want to do cops. Ah. Uh. Cops dancing on TikTok. But I got to find an angle on it that hasn't been done. Um, so I- I'm not really sure yet what I'm going to do next for the owned series. Probably eventually some more landlords if I can handle it. If you can handle it. And that is a big task. Now, Leo also asked us to spin the wheel, which I feel like we haven't done in a while, because uh, he mentioned people who use the phrase Friday Junior to describe uh, Thursday, which we've talked about on the show before. But I was, as I mentioned, uh, on the Discord today, which, again, if you're not part of the Discord, we do have a link to the server in every episode description on YouTube and the podcast app. So check that out. Uh, but as far as um, the punishment for these folks who are referring to Thursday as Friday Junior, and what's next? Uh, was Wednesday Friday Junior U- Junior? Where does it end? You know. So that's what we're here for. Friday the third, which then gets confused from a. I can't read that. Uh, what the hell? Uh, Midas touch. My mid ass touch. I, this is good, actually. This is good, and that kind of goes in line with what I was just saying, in the sense right. of uh, these people who are, uh, you know, their their lives revolve around Friday, Friday Junior, Friday Eve. They say things like this: every day of the week is Friday. Now you love Friday so fucking much, live it. Yeah, your you life ne- is a Friday, and then Friday ceases to have any meaning anymore because that's exactly Saturday what it is. never comes. Friday senior, I call it. No, that's that's exactly <laughs> what the fucking problem is. It, because when you strip away Friday and add, add it to every other day, it's like your your time has no meaning. You, what's to look forward to if uh, if everything isn't just Friday? Everything you touch, every that's what the Midas touch. Every day you live is a Friday, and then you know what you're going to be. Hey, Monday, I hate Perfect. Mondays, but I guess I hate Fridays too. Now I'm so confused. So thank you. Um, in the restaurant industry, people have crazy schedules. And so it's always like Wednesday and someone you work with is like, it's my Friday. And I fucking hate mm-hmm. that shit. And then you get people being like, oh, like today's technically my Monday and like, or it's my Wednesday. And it's like, just please shut just up. Just call it what it is. Like I had <laughs> I two days so off much. and now I'm back in work. Yeah. Like Monday is still Monday. Don't your life shouldn't revolve around the meaning of your job. Yeah, and it's also, if you, if they said, like, oh, you know, tomorrow's, like, my weekend or whatever, like, okay, whatever, I get it. But, like, why do we have to, like, redesignate the days? Just just stop. Stop. Yes, I, like I agree. It. I agree. This is me off. Let's yeah. put the next voicemail here. You know what's really annoying about, like, jobs? 
or specifically my job, is how they really try to push, like, phone calls on things that could easily just be an email. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to talk about meetings, because at least for meetings, you just, you're not actually talking to clients. You can just kind of, like, tune out and not do anything and not talk to clients. I'm just talking about, like, when you ha- they want you to actually call, like, someone instead of just emailing them or call on top of emailing. I don't fucking want to call anyone. Just let me fucking email. Right. I mean, you understand the irony here. You've you've given us a call. Yeah. Which we I appreciate. thought that she was going to be mad at. Yeah. Yeah, it didn't didn't quite go that direction. Um, um but I, I I do I I I work a similar type of job where it's like I do uh, the email is quicker. You get the information. It's all there. You can ha- you don't have to answer it right away. You know, whoever you're getting it to, they'll get it when they see it. Whatever. Uh, but yeah, then they're like, oh, but you, but you could get on the phone and call them. And it's like, yeah, I guess I could get the answer a little faster, but I really don't want to. Yeah. Cause then I have to do the next thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I guess work sucks. So just quit, quit yeah. your job. Yeah. yeah. There you go. <laughs> I would simply quit. I can't think of a good reason not to. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> Let's play the next voicemail right, here. We got one that last seems reasonable. One. Hey, Doc Ops, this is Slime the Garbage Man calling. My two minutes to hate goes to the oh, big, shit. bad, terrible Warner Brothers studio for tarnishing the vision of visionary director David Ayers. Uh, triple OG, Thugmaster General, grew up in the streets of dirty L.A., stepping over brains on the sidewalk to catch his bus, David Ayers, uh, for, for pissing all over his vision of the Suicide Squad in 2016, which clearly would have been a masterpiece if he didn't uh, have to get arrested and do crack in L.A. and drive around in his old Cutlass smoking PCP. Uh, yeah, I'm just so pissed off at the studios that trampled his vision. That's also clearly why Bright sucked and why Training Day sucked and why, you know what, that's why. That's why people should just stop messing with uh triple elite og tough guy david ayers i'm so i'm i'm rip roaring mad about it fellas gee something's got to be done you know i think his uh his job at the uh satire factory has uh has gone (laughs) straight to straight to mr slime's head yeah um (laughs) he says fuck you dude Now, I, I saw some people in the Discord were um, complaining about this today, where I guess, you know, there's a S- Suicide Squad. They're making another one, I guess. Hey, that first one, that didn't happen, actually. And he's mad about that because, you know, James Gunn's doing the new one. Because he got fired from Marvel. So now he's going to DC and he's making his crap somewhere else. Anyway, uh, so David Ayer is, uh, he's upset that people are forgetting about his crap. So... You know, Slime is uh, earnestly coming to his aid, saving the man's uh, honor. Or no, he says he's in. So I, I do. Uh, Sleep Science says I think he's in support of the new one. There was so much fucking text there, man. I could not catch up with it. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna stick to whatever the first thing I said was, and I'm gonna believe that to be the truth. Who cares? Who cares? I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say. No, I'm gonna say he's mad about it. Fuck it. I don't. Give I'm a so. Shit. I'm so broke and I just want a a little bit of money and we're just fighting over these multi-billion dollar franchises and I just don't, I don't care. I just burn them all to the ground in Minecraft. That'll do it. Uh, Speaking of that'll do it, that's about... Yeah, I don't really have a horse in that race. Yeah, Yeah. whatever. 
Uh, that's all the voicemails, right, Grant? Yeah, that's it. Well, hey, we how about that? Finito. If you want to give us a call of your own, if that inspired you, go ahead and uh, pick up that phone. 312-788-7361. Or you can always send us an audio file to thoughtcopspodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to support the show financially and get bonus content, because like I said, we got all those episodes of Fire Bros and all the ones coming up soon, as well as uh, access to the live chat during the episode where you can complain and bully us the entire time patreon.com slash thought cops it's so cheap but it really 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 does go a long way to help the show out and you know make it what it is for all these years we've been doing it we do appreciate it we love you uh kel gore thank you for coming on the show it's a pleasure thanks for having me absolutely absolutely yeah, appreciate it um this was super fun let me know if you guys ever need a guest again although same- you know sorry i'm kind of the worst about scheduling oh hey same to you i mean if you ever <laughs> you know want to let's 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 make something happen yeah for um sure. do you guys ever want to come on the trout cast absolutely yeah yeah, oh, yeah definitely just uh Sweet. hit us up let's do it well everybody uh thank you for listening um yes and uh thank we you. will see you when I want to have a catchphrase like Grant at the end. I want to say, well, see you on the other side. How about that? See you. We'll see you next uh, Friday, Junior. Oh. <laughs> Wait, what the fuck was it? No, you you got it right. You got it right. <laughs> you unfortunately got it right. Fri- fr- Friday, Junior. Yeah. yeah, we'll see you on the, the flippity Friday. Junior. Catch you on the Junior. <laughs> <sighs> see you, Space yeah. Cop. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> I don't like how that sounds. I don't either. I think Junior is like my least favorite euphemism for like a dong. Um, all right. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> on that note, well, that's new. Uh, <laughs> drop my gun. Uh,